Hello, and thank you for joining us in part three of our ERISA video series. In this video, I'm going to discuss final regulations issued for ERISA Section 408b2. Section 408b2 provides a statutory exemption from the legal prohibition against the payment for services from a covered plan to any party in interest, including a fiduciary, provided 1. Such service is necessary for the establishment or operation of the plan. 2. Such service is furnished under a contract or arrangement which is reasonable. And 3. No more than reasonable compensation is paid for such service. On February 3, 2012, the Department of Labor issued final regulations that established disclosure requirements for services performed and fees charged by covered service providers to retirement plans. These are known as the 408B2 final regulations. A covered service provider, a CSP, is defined to be a service provider that enters into a contract or arrangement whether written or not, with a covered plan and reasonably expects to receive $1,000 or more in compensation in connection with the services. The final regulations provided additional changes to the interim final regulations previously published on July 16, 2010. The deadline for compliance under the final regs is July 1, 2012. The effective date for compliance under ERISA Section 404A, Participant Fee Disclosure Regulations, was extended to August 30, 2012, so that planned fiduciaries may incorporate information disclosed under the final regulations. On or before the effective date, the CSPs must provide or disclose a description of the services provided to the covered plan, the status of the CSP as a fiduciary to the covered plan, an estimate of direct and indirect compensation received or paid to other CSPs, an estimate of the cost of record-keeping services if record-keeping is provided. These disclosures will enable planned fiduciaries to assess the reasonableness of compensation paid for the services and to identify any conflicts of interest. If a CSP fails to deliver the information accurately or in a timely manner, the final regs now provide a mechanism for planned fiduciaries to report the deficiency and shift the compliance burden to the CSP through a filing of a delinquent service provider disclosure notice to the DOL and IRS. A DSPD notice filing exposes the CSP to possible excise taxes and disgorgement of previously earned compensation. Further, if a CSP does not provide information within 90 days of a written request, the planned fiduciary must determine whether or not to terminate the contract or arrangement. In deciding, the planned fiduciary must act consistently with the duty of prudence under ERISA Section 404, considering factors such as the nature of the failure and the availability and costs of replacing the CSP. However, if the requested information relates to future services, that is, services performed after the end of 90 days following the written request, the planned fiduciary shall be obliged to terminate the contract arrangement as quickly as possible. CSPs must include an acknowledgement of whether rendering of services are reasonably expected to give rise to fiduciary status under ERISA and or the Advisors Act. Section 321 of ERISA defines a fiduciary as anyone who exercises discretionary authority or control in the administration of a plan, exercises discretionary authority or control with respect to the management or disposition of plan assets, or renders investment advice to a plan for a fee or other compensation, direct or indirect. If you have any questions, please feel free to contact me. And don't forget to tune in to Part 4 of this series, where I'll speak about our next topic, Beware of ERISA complaints. Until then, I'm Gary Young, and I thank you for watching.